This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Trump seeks to reassure nervous farmers. Senate Farm Bill conferees delayed. And farm groups trade blame after labor vote next. An aid announcement is leaving unanswered questions. U.S. Department of Agriculture has provided a bit more detail on its plan to compensate soybean growers, pork producers, and other farmers who've been hammered by the administration's trade wars. That could be enough to take some of the heat off of lawmakers in the White House, but there's still a lot that is not known about the plan. USDA estimates the total cost will come to about $12 billion. That will include direct payments to farmers using USDA's $30 billion in borrowing authority under Section 5. Officials say those payments will be based on farmers' production, but didn't say what multiplier will be used to determine the size of the check. USDA officials didn't say how much of the $12 billion in aid would be provided through those direct payments versus purchases of surplus commodities under the USDA's Section 32 authority. Farm groups mostly applauded the announcement while also urging the administration to reach a resolution in the ongoing tariff disputes. Standing up for rural America or a political fix? Longtime agriculture economist Bob Thompson, who served in the Reagan administration before going on to positions at the World Bank and other major universities, said the aid package was nothing more than a band-aid to protect Republican candidates in the November election. It will, quote, do nothing to rebuild trust and confidence in the U.S. as a reliable ag supplier, Thompson said. But USDA Undersecretary Greg Ibaugh says the announcement shows producers that the administration officials have their back. And House Agriculture Chair Mike Conaway of Texas said, Our president stood up to a bully and now he's standing up for rural America. Keep in mind, Thompson, Ibaugh, and Conaway are all saying essentially the same thing, that the administration is reassuring producers who are nervous about what the trade wars are doing to markets. Fights over votes delay Farm Bill conferees. Senate leaders are inching toward a vote by today or tomorrow to clear the way for Farm Bill negotiations to begin with the House. A vote to go to conference with the House has been delayed, while leaders address demands by some senators to hold non-binding votes on several issues important to them. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana pushed for but has dropped his demand for a vote on whether to require food stamp recipients to show a photo ID when using their benefits. But Senators Deb Fisher, a Republican of Nebraska, and John Thune, a Republican of South Dakota, also have been seeking a vote on giving agriculture truckers relief from hours of service regulations. Democrats, in turn, were pushing to put the Senate on the record on Russia-related matters. For more on the aid package and an in-depth look at potential source of funding for the Farm Bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Grassley wanted to be a conferee. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts is seeking to limit the number of Senate Farm Bill conferees to nine, including five Republicans. And Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa is complaining that would exclude both him and Thune. Grassley told reporters yesterday, would it be an effort on Robert's part to exclude people who don't 100% agree with him? I would hope not. Roberts said in response that the Senate conferees, quote, will be 
more than happy to address any concerns of Senator Grassley and Senator Thune. He said they are very capable of making their views known. Farm groups divide as ag labor stalls. The House Republican leadership's decision to keep an ag labor bill off the floor ahead of the August recess underscores the difficulty of getting Congress to do anything significant to address the shortage of workers on U.S. farms. A GOP leadership spokesman said the bill didn't have the votes to pass, but Paul Schlegel of the American Farm Bureau Federation disagrees, saying we were extremely close, if not at, the number of votes we need. He also expressed frustration with the Western Growers Association and California Farm Bureau for working to defeat the bill. He says their concerns could have been addressed in the Senate. California farmers want amnesty, Conaway says. California farmers are unhappy that the bill would require existing workers who are in the U.S. illegally to apply for visas to keep working in the country and would do nothing to keep their family members in the country. The bill also would require all employers, including farms, to start using the E-Verify system to check the legal status of workers. The AFBF and every Republican member of Congress knows this bill will never be taken up in the Senate during an election year. That Corey Lundy of the Western Growers. Conaway defended the leadership decision and had a blunt message for California farmers. He said, quote, they are not going to get a blanket amnesty program and they need to understand that. Roberts looks to move USDA and CFTC nominees. President Donald Trump's latest nominee to the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and his pick to oversee the Forest Service are a step closer to taking their jobs. Dan Berkowitz was nominated to a Democratic seat on the CFTC, and James Hubbard is the nominee to be Undersecretary for Natural Resources at USDA. Roberts said at the end of the hearing for the two men yesterday that he would hold votes on the nominations in the, quote, very near future. He said both men demonstrated that they were qualified for the jobs. Hubbard promised the committee's ranking Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, that stopping sexual harassment in the Forest Service would be his top priority. Hubbard said even if it's just one case, harassment has no place at the agency. Berkowitz generally deflected questions about his positions on different issues before the CFTC, but he did say it was important for the commission to finalize a new position limits rule to prevent future speculation from distorting commodity prices. Here's today's He Said It. Ag and defense are two Achilles heels for members of both parties. You'll find the strangest coalition of members based on ag and defense. That the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Representative Mark Meadows, when asked by reporters whether other members of Congress would agree with him and oppose the $12 billion farm aid package. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Kelly.